episode 10 of Connect Her podcast and what a show. I am interviewing owner of Inspired Fitness Solutions and also Connect Her leader of our Sandringham location, Caroline Smith. Caroline has got some amazing insights into business after being in business for many years. So be sure to listen right to the end because there's some absolute nuggets. Hi, I'm Lee Cummins, founder of Connect Her and host of the Connect Her podcast, a podcast that shares inspiration, education and connection for the entrepreneur. Enjoy as we share interviews with thought leaders, go-getters and real business owners, whilst also sharing thoughts and tools for the motivated lady boss. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Connect Her podcast and also our YouTube. I have with me today a very passionate lady who's passionate about health and fitness from Inspired Fitness Solutions. I've got Caroline Smith. Good morning, Caroline. Good morning. Now, you are very passionate about helping people live their optimal life as natural, enjoyable and simple to fit them which I love that, and also create long-lasting connections daily through your group personal training. And you've also been forming relationships with other businesses over 10 years. So you can't wait to help people, which is just Mm -hmm. awesome. So welcome and thank you. No worries. Thanks for having me. It's great. Now, tell me, what is the last song or podcast that you listen to on your phone? Well... It's interesting because I actually don't listen to music much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't actually have anything on my phone. Um, and I don't listen to podcasts at the moment, but it's on my list of things to do. So what I do listen to, though, and watch are um, Zoom calls, mm-hmm. uh, so recordings uh, from you know people in the network marketing industry or people in the fitness industry, uh, so anything to do with health and fitness, I'm probably more on Facebook videos and that's what I watch a lot. Yeah. Fantastic. I know yeah. I love um, watching webinars and podcast, uh, yeah. yeah, Zoom calls and recordings as well. I just yeah. find them uh, so beneficial and so much information. So yeah. excellent. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear uh, because I always call my car my little uni um, my little Hyundai Uni, so it's uh, always yes, got something. Mm. So you can uh, you can relate to that as well. Yeah. Now, um, your business, Inspired Fitness Solutions, that's obviously not your first business because we've obviously mm-hmm. talked before. Yep. So what was your first foray into business? So I actually started more well, over 18 years ago um, and... Even going back to when I was younger, my parents always had businesses. So for me, it was a natural and progression and a no-brainer to actually go into a business on my own. So um, when I left corporate and decided that I wanted to be a personal trainer, when I finished, it was they actually came to me for an information evening uh, and so I actually bought a franchise. Right. And I had that franchise for 12 years uh, before I actually went out on my own. 
Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that was the best thing I ever did. But uh, yeah, so now I've had this one now for um, coming up six and a half years almost. Fantastic. And you would really see, Caroline, the difference between owning a franchise and having all that information gathered and given to you as opposed to having to all of a sudden create it and be everything in your business. You'd really notice a difference, I would assume. I did. And that was probably one of the biggest challenges, obviously. Uh, when you're in a franchise, you've got that name and the backing. Mm -hmm. uh, so when you do leave, you've got nothing. <laughs> so you yeah. basically started again from scratch. So I went from having a really, really big business to having a little business. And it's been hard to build mm -hmm. because once I actually did leave, our industry kind of got a bit flooded with personal trainers. So there are a lot out there. Yeah. Uh, and I have to rely on the fact that I've been around for so long and I'm good at what I do and I know what I'm doing. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's, that's mm, a huge learning curve. Yeah. And obviously now I'm doing everything. So you have to be jack of all trades. Exactly. And you've got those hats because I remember when I broke away from the corporate world and into my business and all of a sudden um, where if I wanted a, a marketing tool, I'd just walk down the corridor to the marketing department and say, right, I need this for the sales team. Or um, if somebody hadn't paid their bills, the accounts department down the mm -hmm. other end of the corridor, they'd be going and knocking on the door and saying, you know, uh, we need your money. So all of a sudden I had to become the marketing person, the sales person, the expert in my field, the accounts person. And it can be really daunting. Yeah, and you're exactly right. Um, I was having this conversation yesterday with a colleague and we just said we have to wear way too many hats. Yeah. And so all of a sudden what you're really passionate about actually gets diluted because to get to do all that things that you want to be passionate about, you need all those hats and you need everything to, to make it all work. So, yeah. so you actually touched on the fact that um, you're, uh, industry became inundated so about your current business what sets you apart um, from anyone else in the industry I think my number one thing at the moment is the fact that I do have a nutrition program attached so not all personal trainers uh, actually do anything with nutrition in their business yeah probably solely focus on just the training Mm -hmm. uh, also, the fact that I am outdoors. Yeah. Uh, so, my prior business is probably my main competitor. And some of the other smaller PTs are getting outdoors now, which is good. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of people in studios. So, I guess it's just obviously being outdoors. Um, you know, I do have that whole wellness package with the health and the fitness. Uh, and just, yeah, my knowledge and my, my group uh, camaraderie as well. It's a big thing that I think people are always looking for connections. Oh, big word, connections. Yeah. I've had a couple of meetings this morning and the key words that came out of both of those meetings was connections. So, um, you know, if you can buddy up with somebody uh, mm -hmm. during group fitness that, because uh, yeah. sometimes you can feel a bit um, overwhelmed and yeah. if you've got somebody else that's sitting there, 
uh, or you know, not sitting there when you're doing group training, but um, with you that yeah. can just egg you on a bit more. And oh, definitely, yeah. it's accountability as well. If you've got an accountability buddy, yeah, you know, you're you've got someone that's relying on you, and you're relying on them to get you through that session or get you to the session. Um, then, yeah. Mm. I agree. Fantastic. Now we have touched a little bit on this, but I wouldn't mind digging a bit deeper. What do you find challenging in your business? Yeah, definitely getting more clients. Um, yeah, look, I've been trying to do lots of marketing and expand my marketing. I've done you know, some studying on it, but it is really hard. And um, even finding the right people, because yes. I find that once people even make an inquiry and you try to follow them up, they're just not there. It's, it's like they made this rash decision to call you and then they decided, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, or they might come to a session and then realise that they don't have time or they really can't fit it in. And um, So it's finding the right people for, the, for my program. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because um, most of the time, once they get into the groove, they stay. So yes. we do have a high retention. High retention is great. Yeah. Um, I was uh, talking with somebody just recently, and again, we were talking about, um, we use the term bums in seats, mm -hmm. and the fact that yet you can do all this marketing and you can have a great program, but you've got to have people that are sitting there and listening or in your case that are doing. And sometimes particularly, uh, which is not the case for you because you've been doing this for so many years, but new business owners, they'll take actually on the wrong clients just because it's money coming through the door. Yes. Um, so, you know, particularly coaches and things like that, they'll, they'll take on whoever, is breathing um, where you're saying you're looking for the right type of client, which makes sense because that's yeah. why you've got such a high retention rate. Yeah. Yeah. Because what they say in business is, I think it's that, uh, that 10% rules. If you actually focus on the people that you like, if you keep chasing that 10% that either aren't coming or returning your calls or whatever, then you find that that's what you're doing. Like, yeah. You find, oh, sorry, you say, so you're kind of doing it that chasing after that 10%, 90% of the time. Yes. So you're not getting to do what you're meant to be doing. Exactly. On the people that actually are coming. And the other thing it does for you, if you're focusing on 10% that aren't doing anything uh, or you're focusing on the wrong avatar or the wrong, the wrong type of customer or the wrong type of client, and you're getting no, 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 no. It just pummels your self-esteem. All of a sudden, you know, you get to the point where you think, I don't want to pick up the telephone. I don't want to put another post on social media. I don't want to attend another networking event because I am so drained and so exhausted from the no's. Where if you can start really focusing on the people that are the right type of people and, okay, you might out of 10 get, five no's but you might get five yeses which is yep. much better than you know 90 no's and one yes <laughs> yeah and look over all these years you know that's what I've learned is sometimes you just have to let go of people mm -hmm. um, 
and you just have to almost expect a no then you'll be pleasantly surprised when you get a yes <laughs> uh, have you ever read the book go for no uh, no I don't think so it's a really good book it's called go for no and it's about um, you have to go through so many no's uh, to get to a yes I'm not going to yeah. spoil it because it's a really good book and anybody that is in business and I come across people that say oh I'm not in sales Unfortunately, everyone is. <laughs> if you've got a, a website or a sign on the door or you want to make money, you have to be a salesperson. Mm -hmm. And Go for No is talking about um, you've got to go through so many no's before you get a yes. And instead of getting that dejected feeling because, oh my gosh, I've got another no, um, it's about celebrating the no. Like, Yay, that's one off my list. Mm. Let's go for the next one. And then all of a sudden, you know, that yes comes and then you start again. So yeah. hmm. worthwhile having a read, go for no. Yeah. Now, um, this is a bit of a funny question, I think, but if you could whisper in the ear of your day one business self, what would you tell her? You know, I'd actually say, I used to always think that that old saying is, you know, do what you're passionate about, you know, and the money will come. And I think, you know what? <laughs> it's actually a load of crap <laughs> because you still have to work. You yeah. still have, yeah, you've still got to put in. And also I think what we touched on earlier about wearing so many hats, um, you know, outsource. I just never outsourced enough or probably did the wrong outsourcing. I don't know. Just, Find out, you know, focus on what you're good at and, yeah, find other people that are experts in their field in whatever you need and get them to do it. Yeah. I love that you brought that up, um, Carolyn. In my original business, there was uh, things that I could not do and um, I struggled with it. I tried doing it, failed dismally and... Sometimes when you're a startup, or you don't even have to be a startup, mm. there are times when you can barter services. And I've talked a lot about that in you know, previous um, business and previous podcasts that I used to have about bartering. So you may have something that you absolutely need getting done, but it's you know this price and mm -hmm. your budget doesn't reach it. But that person may actually want something that you've got yep. and you can do that bartering so that you're both winning um, and you're, you're getting that business uh, happening and you're absolutely right about outsourcing because I think, and I made the mistake when I first started, that every ounce of money that came into the business went back into the business um, to, you know, for websites or yep. marketing material or whatever came up it didn't go into it to outsource or to do things that would take it to the next level. So I think um, you really hit on a, a very, very pertinent point for any business. It doesn't matter whether you're new, 10 years into it, 20 years into it. Outsourcing is a key component yeah. of being able to grow your business. Yeah. But then I think you just touched on something as well, which I was talking about yesterday with someone. Um, and that's the, like doing a contra. Yeah. I did that with my website photos. So my photographer was training with me. So I gave her free training to the value of whatever, you know, the photography session would cost. 
Yeah. So I think if you can do that, obviously we all need money to come in, but when you are cash poor as a sole trader, then, you know, that helps if you can, you know, do business to business. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But I think as long as you know the person, don't do it with someone you don't know. No, absolutely agree. And um, and there needs to be a guidelines around yeah. that, you know, an end date, a start date, an end date, or this is what I would normally charge, this is what I would normally yeah. charge. So this yeah, is get what that you're going to get. Yeah, yeah. So a great point and um, definitely something that I wish uh, in the past I had done that earlier. I did that for um, things within my business that really helped to get it to the next level Mm -hmm. um, back in the early days, not connect her. This was something different, but uh, it doing that actually did step it up quite, quite significant notch, which was um, fantastic. Yeah. So finally, would you do it all again? Look, I probably would. Um, coming from a background, you know, I spent 10 years working for the government and even though that was all well and good to get me started um, and, you know, I earned money and travelled, I did a lot of travelling, um, I don't think anything still beats being your own boss, working your own hours. I still work long hours but... They're your hours. Not all... It's like I can, I can mix it up. So even though I'm free during the day or not free, because um, people always say, well, what do you do during the day? I'm like, oh, my God, there's always something to do because, you know, you're wearing all these hats. Um, but it still means that if I want, I can go out for lunches and coffees and that's what I'm doing a lot at the moment, you know, catching up with people. And if I need to do you know, extra work at night, after work, after classes, uh, so be it. But, you know, I can work my day around my business and my training. Fantastic. Just uh, touching on, you said, if I want to go out for lunch or if I want to go out for coffees and you're doing a lot of coffees at the moment, it's social and business. Like it's about, you know, building those relationships and and bringing on... um, people to get to know you, get to like you, get to trust you so that they find out more about you so they can refer business to you and vice right. versa. So um, yeah. it's interesting because uh, I had somebody say, oh, you you know, you're always out for coffee and you're having coffees all the time. Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah, I am having coffee, but I'm, it's actually a process of building my business that yeah. I'm having these coffees. And sometimes people forget that little component, don't they? Mm. Yeah. And that's why we network because it's it's that FOMO, you know. If you're, it's that um, if you're not out there and you're not top of mind to people, then they forget about you. Absolutely. So you have to keep those relationships going and having those coffees and going to your networking, uh, and yeah. And also, uh, you learn a lot. Um, and you know, it might be somebody says, "Oh." Um, I use this for my website or I've just found that for my website. And you, oh, I haven't heard of that or I use this app now. Or um, So yeah. it's actually, it's not just about getting noticed. It's all that, there's so much more to a networking event 
that, um, you know, we've, I've had conversations with people and they said, oh, you know, I haven't got time to go networking. What happens when your last client has signed their contract and you don't have another one to come on? Mm. All of a sudden you go networking again. Well, people have forgotten about you over the last six months. So yep. even if you can get out to one or two a month um, to keep top of mind within, within a, a group of people and building a community, um, which is a great point that you've you touched on as well. Mm. Because even though we're on Facebook or Instagram or whatever it might be, LinkedIn, and you're putting stuff out there, it's still all online. We still, as human beings, we need to, getting back to that good old word, connect. We need to connect face-to-face and, you know, speak to people and build that relationship and that trust. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't just always work online. No, and... Um, I, as I said, I had a podcast channel years ago and I, I was actually listening to one um, a, a few days ago by accident. And, uh, and it's interesting because we were talking about um, how social media had just started and, uh, wow, we can connect with people um, without always having to go to a networking event. And this was uh, 2011, 2012, the podcast. Mm -hmm. um, and we've actually come that circle where we had a time where everybody went, oh, I don't have to go out. I'll just sit behind my computer. Yeah. And people are going, actually, no, I don't need to sit behind my computer. I need to get back out again. So um, there's nothing like we, as human beings, we are so community orientated that it's absolutely that we need that human connection. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree. Mm. Excellent. Now, how can people get hold of you? Uh, so you can go to my website, inspiredfitnesssolutions.com, uh, and, yeah, all my details are there. Excellent. And we can also connect with you on the Connect Her website, yes. connecther.com.au, and to meet the leaders. Yeah, and come and do my Connect Her meeting. Exactly. Thank you so much for joining us today, Carolyn. No worries. Thank you. Thank you. Networking to me isn't about working. It's about connecting. And I never understood why it wasn't called Net Connecting. Hi, I'm Lee Cummins, the founder of Connect Her. Connect Her is built on three key foundations, inspiration, education and connection. Have you been to a Connect Her meeting? We'd love to connect with you there. Find a location near you by visiting our website, connecther.com.au. Hey, weren't there some fantastic key takeaways that Caroline shared with us today on our podcast? And it's quite amazing when you start looking at what's challenging in your business and it's not just challenging for Carolyn. It's not just challenging for me. It's challenging for each and every one of us. Um, how many hats do we have to put on? How many things do we have to be over within our business? So it is a challenge and it can be um, quite nerve-wracking 
she also brought up a fantastic key point about networking and connect her built on those three foundations of inspiration education and connection I think those meetings really fall into what Carolyn was talking about today with some of the challenges that she's found in her business so if you'd like to connect with us don't forget there's multiple ways of connecting we have our website connecther.com.au be sure under CH Radio. If you've got a comment, please leave it on that page under this podcast. Don't forget too that you can connect with us on Facebook, which is Connect Her Australia. We also have Instagram, which is Connect Her AU. And we've also got a fabulous private group, which is Connect Her Collective. So uh, apply to come into that. We've got some fantastic business tools. Until next time, can't wait to connect with you on our next episode. But until then, stay connected.